Vera came to my room that night soon after I'd climbed into bed, determined to have only happy thoughts before sleeping, hoping they'd lead to happy dreams. Hobbling with considerable skill on the crutches she'd grown accustomed to, she managed to carry things in a book bag she'd slung over her shoulder, only this book bag was different from any I'd seen before. Here, she said, tossing me the bag on the bed. Educate yourself. Those two women in the kitchen will never teach you what I will. I felt a little skeptical but happy nevertheless that she was interested in my education. I knew there were many things I was missing by not going to school. Shaking the bag's contents onto my bed, dozens of photographs cut from magazines fell to my bed in a ragged clump. I couldn't believe my eyes when I picked them up and started to separate them. Staring all the time at pictures that showed naked men and women in lewd, weird embraces. The hateful things clung to my fingers, so tacky I plucked them free from one hand, only to find them sticking to the other. Then, to my consternation, I heard the heavy tread of Papa's feet as he came toward my room. Vera had done this on purpose. She knew Papa came to my room each night around this time. I'm going, said Vera with a delighted grin. She hobbled toward the door of the bedroom that adjoined mine, planning to escape Papa. Don't you dare tell him I was here if you know what's good for you. But on her crutches, she couldn't move fast enough. Papa threw open the door and glared at the two of us. What's going on in here? he asked. With the guilty evidence stuck to my fingers, I hesitated and thus gave Vera the chance to dump all the crime in my lap. I found that book bag in a closet, and since it was monogrammed with her initials, I thought this Adrena should have it. Scowling darkly, Papa came to me and tore the clippings from my fingers. He took one glance and howled in rage. Then, whirling around, he thrust out his arm and sent Vera reeling to the floor, and she was already broken enough. Like someone demented and dying, Vera screamed out her rage. It's hers! Why are you hitting me? Papa picked her up and held her as if she were some stiff-legged puppy from the gutter. He held her over my bed. Now pick them up, he ordered harshly. My first Adrena would no more look at that filth than she'd tar and feather you, which I'll do if you don't stop tormenting me. Now you have to eat them, he added, when she had them in her nervous, pale hand. I thought he was joking. So did she. I'm going to scream for my mother, threatened Vera. I'm hurt. I've got broken bones. I could die. You let me go, or tomorrow I'll go to the police and tell them you abuse me. Eat them, he bellowed. You've coated them with glue. They shouldn't taste worse than your mother's cooking. Pa, pa, she wailed. Don't make me eat paper and glue. Snorting in disgust, he carried her out of the room. A few seconds later, I heard her screaming as he applied his belt to her bare skin. I didn't truly know if he used his belt when she was naked, but ten to one she'd tell me he did. Vera could scream if a fly lit on her arm, so how could I know unless I got up and found out for myself? I never did because, for some reason, I was afraid what she said might be true. Minutes passed while my heart raced. Eventually... Vera's screams ebbed away, but still Papa didn't come. Somewhere downstairs a clock chimed ten times, but that meant little. 
Every bone in my body ached. Every muscle was tensed. I knew I'd have to sit in the rocking chair again tonight. Finally, when I felt I could bear the suspense no longer, knowing I'd never fall asleep until I did what he'd force me to do, I heard a door close, and soon, heavy footfalls sounded in the corridor. Papa's tread was even, heavy, squeaking the old, sagging floorboards. Softly, he eased open my bedroom door and stepped inside. Quietly, he closed the door behind him. He loomed up in the night like some huge monster, casting a long shadow in the dimness of my moonlit room. So? He drawled in his most beguiling southern voice, cultivated over the years from his clipped Yankee delivery.